You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, a big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Shout-out to the service men and women with a little taste of home from Speeds, The Spitting Statistician. And, of course, as we enter this Memorial Day weekend, I think about it even more. Big shout-out to the uh, American Forces Radio Network. I got my man, Chris. Chris Bavona with me. It's a Friday. There it is. He's dropping a bomb on it. We're here at Happy Hour here at Rockin' Riley, Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, making it happen. Everybody's feeling good. It's like the official start of summer, and I'm feeling good because I've been helping you win that cash. So we got a good show for you on a Friday. I'm going to be giving you my starting lineup like I always do, the starting pitchers you need to consider tonight to win that cash, and also I'll let you know what to do for this entire holiday weekend. So, you know, you got a little bit of extra money maybe for that meat, for that those chips for that guac and whatever you're grilling up this weekend okay also finally the nba finals are set and we will have part three of the trilogy with the golden state warriors and the cleveland cavaliers we'll start to hear already with some of the smack talk going on what the participants are saying also i've been giving you uh bits and pieces of that story from kyle turley and his kind of part three part series on vice that i think is very interesting we have part three today he's talking to some current nfl players about what they're dealing with with uh you know painkillers and some of those chemicals for the pain uh, relief. We're also going to catch up my man Chris Bavona on all the uh, good fun of the week and all the polls of the week. We got a poll. We got a poll up right now. We have multiple polls up right now at FNTSY Radio and at Spittin' Speeds, which boy, listen, as we enter kind of the quarter poll, the unofficial quarter poll of the Major League Baseball season, who's the biggest surprise hitter in fantasy baseball, the surprise pitcher in fantasy baseball, and the surprise team? I mean, the Twins are in first place. The Rockies are in first place. The Astros have the best record in baseball. Is that what we're going to be talking about? You can vote and let us know what the biggest surprise is, who the biggest surprise hitter, surprise pitcher, all that and more. We're going to get into it. Well, man, Chris Bavona, we're going to see if he can answer the other polls and some of the other stories we've been doing. Who's the best, you know, dancer, ninja on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network? All that and more when we come back here. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ah! Yeah, we get money. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the Spitting Statistician here on a Memorial Day weekend episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. I got my man Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos, making it so hot that we sweat steam. Blowing up like Chipotle about 20 minutes later, getting money for you on the Fantasy Freestyle. I got some news and notes for you around Major League Baseball before we get into uh, what you need to win your cash over the holiday weekend. Kendall Graveman, I mentioned it at the top of the show on the news hour. I don't know if you were listening. He got scratched from his start tonight at Yankee Stadium against the Yankees. 
he has a shoulder issue. Remember, that issue put him on the disabled list earlier in the season. There is a uh, you know, great chance that he might find himself back on the disabled list. Remember, the A's demoted Jarrell Cotton. He might get called up to take his place. On the Toronto Blue Jays, they're getting the entire left side of their infield back today. Josh Donaldson and Troy Tulowitzki are set to return. I will say this, though, and big shout out to everybody who follows me at Spittin' Speeds on, on Twitter. I just got a question from Red Foreman at Dissident 103 on Twitter. He's asking me now that Josh Donaldson is coming back, who does he keep on his roster, Josh Harrelson or Jonathan Scope? Now that he's got that third base position coming back. And I'm telling him I like the increased power, uh, walk rate out of Harrison. But the honest truth, and I've been saying this all year long on Fantasy Freestyle, I'm worried about Josh Donaldson. I think this is going to be a lingering issue. And I would try to even see if when he is playing and active and actually performing, you may want to flip him. I don't know if this is even his last ch- Time on the DL this season. John Gray, starting pitcher for the Colorado Rockies, shed his walking boot. He's going to throw a bullpen session this weekend. Bud Black, their manager, says that um, he's probably going to require about three rehab starts. But look for John Gray back in the first place Colorado Rockies starting rotation in about three weeks. You know who will not be on the roster for the Milwaukee Brewers is Ryan Braun. He's going to go back to the DL. Remember, he had that calf injury, came back and aggravated it real quick. He's going to be going Back on the disabled list. Remember the key with him, I told you, this could scare off potential trade partners. I think Ryan Braun is one of the big bats that could be on the move if the Milwaukee Brewers don't stay where they are so far. Albert Pujols with a hamstring issue. He's uncertain for the weekend. The thing is, they're at Miami. Okay, so in the NL Park, remember, they have no DH option. So uh, we'll see if he's actually going to play through that. We've seen him play through injuries before. I wouldn't be surprised, but a compromised Albert Pujols is not what you need this early on in the season. And also, there are reports out of Detroit today that if the Tigers remain to dis- continue to disappoint this season and if they stay under 500 for you know another month towards the end of June they are going to start to maybe have a fire sale and start to trade some of their veterans to teams that are contending that could mean Justin Wilson the closer that could mean Justin Verlander their Cy Young Award winner. That could be J.D. Martinez. I'm telling you, if they, if they move Justin Wilson, the closer, I'm telling you, these Washington Nationals are in the market for a closer. They've had three guys try to hold that line up, that, that position down. I've been speculating for David Robertson, but if Justin Wilson's on the market, that could also be a viable option. Justin Verlander, I think he would look great in Dodger blue as they continue to look for a, a solid rotation behind Kershaw. Remember, I've been saying that they are, in essence, manipulating the 10-day DL and the minors with guys like Urias to, in essence, have a six- or seven-man rotation. Having a stud to pitch game two of any playoff series like Justin Verlander would definitely be helpful. Um, Let's keep it moving here. On the starting lineup here on the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. Last night, last night, you know, uh, I told you, I told you how to win that cash. I told you that I did not like the top guy, which was Justin Verlander. I told you I did not like him because he was at Houston. I thought there were ways to beat him. That's what I told you last night on Thursday's edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. Justin Verlander gave up six runs in five and two-thirds innings. So hopefully, maybe you listen. Maybe you listen to Speeds the Spitting Statistician, one of the guys that I have been high on all season long because of his ridiculous strikeout upside is my man Robbie Ray. So I told you that that was a good spot last night for Robbie 
Ray at 9,200 on FanDuel because that Milwaukee lineup strikes out a ton. What do you go out and do? He pitched seven scoreless innings and he struck out nine. Got you a quality start. Got you the win. I'm trying to help you win that cash. Robbie Ray is going to continue to be my guy all season long. He has 64, I mean, excuse me, 74 strikeouts and 60 innings pitched. He's seventh in the majors right now in strikeouts, right? But four of the guys ahead of him have dramatically more innings pitched than a guy like Robbie Ray. So I continue to like him. Tonight, tonight there's only two guys I like. I think tonight you need to, I think tonight you need to pay up for the number one pitcher on the board, which is Max Scherzer. You need to pay up for him. He is the chalk. He's at 11,800 on FanDuel, okay? But against the Padres, against the team in the Padres who have the second lowest run total in the National League, I would pay up for him, okay? He has, you know, six straight quality starts, six outings of 45 or more FanDuel points. Scherzer's a beast, and the Padres lineup is no good. I like Max Scherzer tonight. If you want to try to go a little bit cheaper, the second guy I would tell you about is Alex Wood at 8,600 against the Cubs. Alex Wood has been sick in May. 1.88 ERA on the season. Four straight wins in May. He's got 33 strikeouts in only 23 innings. And... Something you don't really look at. The Cubs have been at home for three straight series. They have not been away from the friendly confines of Wrigley Field for a while. I like Alex Wood tonight as well, but don't get me wrong. Scherzer is the clear truck. Moving on, though, in this holiday weekend, a couple of guys I like for you. Remember, I'm liking this Nationals-Padres series all weekend long. I like Stroudsburg tomorrow against them. Same rationale as Scherzer tonight. And I like the Houston Astros against the Baltimore Orioles this weekend. You got Dallas Keuchel coming back from the DL. He had that pinched nerve. He's coming back from the DL looking to keep it going. He's 7-0 and with a one eight four ERA. I like him against the Orioles, who, who are 3-7 and in their last 10 games. I like what Keuchel can do. And then on Sunday, I like what McCullers can do also against that lineup. I also like Matt Shoemaker on Sunday against the Miami Marlins. The Marlins are tied for the third lowest offense in the National League. And I also I also like Garrett Cole this week tomorrow against the Mets. You know, he's been in Atlanta and other bad pitchers parks the last couple of starts. He's going to City Field. And remember, I gave you my uh, insight on him. I actually think Garrett Cole is an incredible trade candidate. I outlined for you that I thought the Astros were going to probably make a move for an arm, and I thought the Yankees were going to make a move for an arm. So maybe Garrett Cole needs to get used to the confines here in New York City to understand how to pitch in the big bad city. We shall see. Like I mentioned, though, it's Memorial Day weekend, which people, you know, Step back, reevaluate their teams, reevaluate what's real, what's a fluke, that sort of thing. And so I wanted to ask you, we have these polls up here on the FNTSY radio Twitter and at Spittin' Speeds. I wanted to know, who do you think is the most surprising hitter in fantasy baseball? Is it Mark Reynolds, Aaron Judge, Joey Gallo, or Michael Conforto? I mean, all these guys have been absolutely crazy. I mean, Conforto even at the beginning of the season, remember, was not getting at-bats. And so in only 137 at-bats, kid has already 13 homers, 32 ribbies, 35 runs scored at the top of that Mets lineup. He has been an incredibly present surprise. But don't get it twisted. So is Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds with a 948 OPS. Remember, they actually brought in Ian Desmond to play first base there, but then he got banged up. Or is it Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo, you know, 
we've all known about his quote-unquote light tower power, but do we think he was going to have 14 home runs at this point in the season on a pace to maybe get 50? I don't think he's going to, but it hasn't even gotten hot yet in Texas, and the ball will continue to fly out. Are those the guys that are the biggest surprises? On the pitching side... I have names like Erwin Santana, Mike Lee, Greg Holland, who already has like 19 saves for the surprising first place Rockies. Or is it a guy like Dylan Bundy, who's always a, uh, you know, hyped guy in the fantasy community, finally making it pop. And then when we talk about the most surprising team overall, if you told me you thought the Minnesota Twins would be in first place at this point in the season, come on by to Rock and Riley Studio 34. I'll buy you a shot here, okay? If you thought the Colorado Rockies were going to be in first place, come on by. I'll buy you a shot as well. You know, I mean, the Yankees and their baby bombers, I think people thought they were on the upswing. But didn't they think that it was going to, you know, like be in first place against the vaunted Red Sox, who people thought had an over-under of like 95 and a half this year? And also, Houston Astros... Best record in baseball. I'll tell you who did say that is your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Remember, I've been telling you all season long I was high in the Astros Nationals uh, World Series. But I digress. And while we get, when we come back here on Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we're going to talk a little bit about we're going to talk a little bit about this NBA Finals matchups that's set. And also, like I said, part three, Kyle Turley talking with current NBA, uh, NFL players about the impact of all those painkillers that they're taking. All right. So come on back. It's going to be fantasy freestyle on a Memorial Day weekend with my boy Chris Bavona on the ones and twos. We'll check in on those polls as well. All that and more here on the fantasy freestyle on the award winning fantasy sports radio network. Chris Bavona playing that biggie on the way out. Come on back. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my man Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. Let's get into the cipher here before Memorial Day weekend. I want to give you some news and notes from around the NFL. Admittedly, it is a, you know, quiet time in NFL news. OTH is getting started. Remember, I've been saying that we're going to have a series of what I call greatest shape of his life stories. Everybody, you know, he looks great. He's lost weight. Wait, he's going to be a great guy this year. But, I mean, you got to take this with a grain of salt. But those kinds of stories continue to flow in. Uh, linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals, Vontez Perfect, quote-unquote, looks great. He's lost weight. We're going to see if he can actually, uh, you know, stay on the field and not get suspended all season long. C.J. Mosley. Linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. He had shoulder surgery, but they're saying he's going to be fine for camp. Remember, they already exercised his fifth-year option, so if there was any actual concern about him, they would uh, you know, maybe think differently about that. Also, ESPN making news. You know, they already hired Rex Ryan out of football to be kind of a, uh, you know, what in essence would be a loudmouth commentator for him. Well, they have hired another one. They have just hired former San Francisco head coach, former Philadelphia Eagles head coach, former Oregon Ducks coach Chip Kelly will be on the ESPN team for the football season. Also, a couple of uh, reports out of Saints OTAs. Michael Thomas actually added 10 pounds because they want him to try and break more tackles, but he did break the fourth most tackles out of wide receivers last year and put up good enough numbers to be wide receiver number nine in fantasy. Many people expecting a breakout season for him after they went ahead and traded Brandon Cooks to the New England Patriots. Also, Adrian Peterson, they say he's working on his pass catching skills. Remember, he's only had one season 
where he had over 30 receptions in the last eight or nine years. And in that New Orleans Saints offense, this is a skill he's going to need to pick up. As we keep it moving here on the Cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle, listen, the NBA Finals are finally set. It will be the trilogy. It will be the rubber match. Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers after the Cavaliers dump trucked the Celtics 135 to 102 in game five to close out the Eastern Conference final. What I think is pretty interesting though is there is real animosity between these teams, okay? And it's coming from all angles. What I want to say first, Draymond Green, who, you know, is never is never one to keep his mouth shut. And it's all good. He hasn't been talking about this matchup for a long time. Listen to what Draymond Green says about how he wants the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals. Check this out. Draymond Green talking a little bit earlier this week. Let me hear it, Bavona. Bavona tells me it's not ready yet. So as we get to that, we'll talk about all the other ways that these guys are kind of trading barbs and warning shots and warning shots between each other. Like, for example, Tyron Lue, head coach of the Cavs, said that after Isaiah Thomas went down, that the Celtics were actually harder to defend than Golden State because they had better ball movement and stuff like that. And then Mike Brown, who's handling duties for the Warriors, said, okay, well, that's his opinion. And he said, it's cute. My man Chris Bavona, though, we have that sound from Draymond Green. Let's see what he's saying right now about this. Yeah. I want to destroy Cleveland. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. But I also know that there are steps to get to that point. And if and when we get to that point, I want to annihilate them. So, I mean, that's real. He said he wants to destroy them. He wants to annihilate them. That's tough talk coming from my man, Draymond Green. Like I said, the head coaches going back and forth with a little barbs. Don't forget, last year, the Cleveland Cavaliers had that Halloween party where they had, like, the corpse of Steph Curry. You know, that you have to step over to get into the party. The tombstone for the Golden State Warriors because, as you know, they lost that 3-1 lead in last year's NBA Finals. So I think this has all the makings to be a great series. The question is, because it has been so hyped up for the last year, is there any way that this can make up for what many people say was a bad regular season, what many people say have been a bad playoff season. Is this going to be worth the wait? Is this going to be, you know, the the, the great matchup that everybody is expecting? I certainly hope it is, but that's only if you actually think LeBron James can continue to do superhuman things. Later on in the show, when we catch Chris Bavona up on all our polls, I had a poll up. Earlier in the week, which said, this finals, whose legacy would it solidify more? LeBron's as a greatest of all time player or the Warriors as a greatest of all time team? We're going to see if Chris can correctly guess that a little bit later on. And when we get to this legacy question of LeBron James, you know, we are now kind of like engaging in this conversation of is LeBron better than Michael Jordan? Chris Bavona, do we have that sound ready for, you know, Mike, you know, actually entertaining this conversation and and is he the greatest ever listen to what lebron had to say about how you know he hears that it's out there but he is just you know still he he wanted to be like mike like all of us when we saw that gatorade in those nike commercials same thing but he's actually addressing this check this out i did i did pretty much everything that mj did when i was a kid i shot fadeaways before i should have i, I wore a leg sleeve on my leg and folded it down so you saw the red part I wore black and red shoes with white socks. I wore short shorts cause you, so you could see my undershorts underneath. I, I didn't go bald like Mike, but 
uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> but I'm getting there. <laughs> so it's a light, a lighthearted at the end there, talking about that. You know, he tried to copy everything about Michael Jordan, including his uh, balding hair. But, um, you know, I mean, we are entering this this territory, this rare air, and I believe if he does, in fact, two years in a row beat the 73-win Golden State Warriors and then that same team that improves and gets Kevin Durant, uh, I think you really got to consider that because I don't know that Jordan ever beat a team that was that great, you know, maybe some of the Stockton Malone jazz teams. I'm not sure. But would this be, you know, kind of a, an accomplishment that, in fact, does put him on the Mount Rushmore? So we're going to be definitely getting into that next week when my man Donnie Burns, the love doctor and basketball correspondent, as the NBA Finals kick off next Thursday, June 1st. But as we keep it moving here on the Cypher, I've been telling you guys, one of the things I've been telling you about is this um, series that Kyle Turley has been doing about the advocacy of marijuana for pain management as opposed to the chemicals, the painkillers. I told you about the change that happened in him. I told you about when he went to the Harvard Medical Conference and the, the struggles that doctors and researchers are getting to have clinical trials on what they on, on marijuana that they believe have actually impacted have actually impacted um, you know, kind of the brain recovery and protected the brain. And so in part three, what he does is he talks to current NFL players who say they are, you know, looking for other options. And listen to the story of some of these NFL players. Bavona, can we play one of them right now? Yeah. And uh, what year is this for you right now? I'm going into year seven. Year seven. Yeah. What are, what are you hearing in the locker room? Are the players, are more active players discussing this in the locker room? Guys are becoming more knowledgeable about the actual medicinal purposes of it. And so, you know, it's uh, something that I've got a lot of support from, um, just talking to my teammates about it. So I think guys are ready um, just to explore it and educate themselves more and um, just really take control of, uh, of their health, be proactive about it. What are you seeing when you look at the retired player field? the landscape of what it is you have to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, does it alarm you? I've, I've talked to numerous former players, and they almost classify retirement and everything that comes with it as a death. It's that dramatic of a, of a shift for them. And then when you add in the, the trauma from playing the game on your body, it's a perfect storm. So you hear all these horror stories, um, I had, I had a guy on my team who was actually an active player commit suicide. Did you hear all these stories? Mm-hmm. And it caused you to have some concern. You know, sure. it's like the only thing I'm asking for is research. Yeah. That's the first step to, to any any type of change. So that was Derek Morgan. That's Derek Morgan currently on the Tennessee Titans. And he makes a couple of points, you know, that he's hearing from these. He's seeing these retired players and how they're almost calling it a death to move on. You know, but he's talking about how the crime is almost that they want to be educated on this so they know what they're going into. And it's more like the NFL is not informing the players of all the risks that come around all these painkillers or these chemicals that they're putting in their brain. Talking about how other his, he had a teammate that wanted to commit suicide. You're now going to hear also from another player. Defensive end Brian Schaefering Who played for four years And some of the physical trauma Some of the emotional withdrawing That he is going through right now And to be honest It's it's really heart-wrenching Listen to what Listen to what Brian Schaefering has to say So what do you want? What is this? So I got uh, uh, Gavin Next pro Or to Zanadine Percocet 
fights. Uh, Oxycodone. They, they prescribed me lithium. Knowing you're on all of those, they've prescribed all of those more. They just keep... I know. And now they want to put, put me on uh, the... the uh, uh, Depakote. Yeah, because of the because of the thoughts. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't control my mind. Yeah. I won't be taking any of these pills. I know, I know injury is in my future playing this game, and I won't be taking any pills to do. So. You got light sensitivity. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was wearing constant. Like there's not a time when my head doesn't hurt. It just varies in degree. I've never stuttered in my life. Right. Ever. And I started take, taking all kinds of pills and all other stuff. And now I, 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 stutter, I stutter. And the worst, the worst part about it, the overwhelming thoughts. He goes on to talk about the overwhelming thoughts of doing harm to himself, doing harm to others. You know, this is real serious. And, you know, we've been talking about it on the Fantasy Freestyle. Big shout out to Kyle Turley for being an af- uh, a hashtag Canna athlete on this. But, you know, players' families... The entire league is dealing with this, and we're going to continue to talk about this on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is a serious topic, and we'll see if as, you know, society changes a little bit, will they will the NFL have an opportunity to be a leader in this? But we're going to flip it out when we come back after break. We're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. I got to catch up my man Chris Bavona on all the fun and all the polls that we've been doing for the last week. Let's see... Um, Let's see if he can guess what the listeners had to say. And let's see if uh, what he thinks about some of the uh, great stories we've been doing here. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez. We are back on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my boy Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos, blowing up like a Samsung 7, blowing up like Chipotle 10 minutes later. Is it too soon to say blowing up like an Ariana Grande concert? I guess it is. I guess it is. Okay, but that's Chris Bavona for you, yo. He's the best in the business. What we're going to do here is we're going to catch him up on all the fun and functional sports radio that we have been doing for the last week before next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My man Joey Pisapia, my man Matty Modica will get it to you with the Fantasy Black Book from 8 to 10 here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Chris, we've had a lot of stories that we've been talking about all week. I want to get you caught up because, you know, used to be my boy all the time. Now I only catch you on happy hour at Fridays. Remember when I was telling you that um, there was a 12-year-old girl in Japan who was fighting in her MMA debut? There was a 12-year-old girl fighting MMA. Remember this? Momo. Yeah, of course I do. I remember this. All right, so the fight took place. What do you think happened? I think she won. You're damn right she did. Yeah. Momo, Momo choked her opponent out in two minutes of the first round, got her to submit within two minutes. So now, like, if you're 24-year-old Mamaku Yamaka, excuse me, Yamagashi, it's kind of like you're the worst thing ever, right? You had a 12-year-old girl choke you out? I mean, I don't know about that because obviously this girl was yes. much better this than This girl has had 100 it. amateur fights already at age 12. She started training at age 3. She's no joke. Exactly. All right, so, I mean, so but you you were riding with her? You would have bet money on Momo? You would have bet money on the 12-year-old? I think I would have. I think I, I, I think you have no choice on this one. I guess so. I guess so. If, if, anything, was... if, if anything, it would be a niche type of uh, bet. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, a prop bet, excuse me. It would be a prop bet. That would be an interesting prop bet. But, uh, you know, Momo's 1-0. And I'll tell you what. If I see her on walking down the street, I'm crossing the street. I'm going to the other side. <laughs> Me too. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, check this out. Here's another thing that I wanted to get into with you. We talked about, first of all, we congratulated Rashad Jennings for winning Dancing with the Stars. And David Ross, the World Series champion with the Cubs catcher, he finished in second place. Dancing with the Stars are really good to athletes. You know, Emmett Smith won. I think Jerry Rice even won. A lot of guys, a lot of athletes. He was a finalist. Okay, but still, a lot of them them do pretty good. So, me and Donnie Burns, we were talking about if we had a Dancing with the Fantasy Sports Radio Network stars, who would be the top three dancers? Okay, so I, I submitted myself. Okay. Because, you know, speed's the spitting statistician. You know, soy Puerto Riqueño. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with shaking the hips, you know. Um, but Donnie, Donnie nominated our man Frankie Stanfall. Uh, I'm going to give him the nomination, too. Really? Yep. Oh, to tell me more. So if you ever watch on YouTube Live, if you ever watch Fantasy Best Friends Forever, uh-huh. Frank is always dancing. Frank is always dancing. Yes. So my my vote will be between the two of them. Now, granted, Frank really only has two moves, and they're okay. both sort of a gun move. Oh, really? So, actually, I, I, I got to go between it's either Frank Stample or our boy Scott the King Angle. Yes! That's exactly what Don said. That Scott the King Angle is yeah. the other one. Why? Why Scott? Well, the one thing is that Scott seems to be having the most fun when he's dancing. Okay, Frank, when he dances on uh, when he dances on uh, on Best Friends Forever, you know he's having a good time with it, but he's a little bit more okay. r- relaxed, relaxed to it, and he really only dances to certain songs. Scott will dance to anything. And, you know, as the old saying goes, you need to dance as though no one is watching. And sure. I'm sure Scott Angle does that very, uh, very yes, well. Yes, I have seen Scott dancing live. And, yes, he right. does dance like nobody's watching. All right, I'm going to have to let these guys know that, you know, both Chris Bavona and Donnie Burns think that Frank Stanfall and Scott the King Angle would win Dancing with the Fantasy Network stars. I think that's very, very interesting. And then I don't know if you saw yesterday. Yesterday, across... I was going to say across America, but like across the world, I guess, was Red Nose Day, where it was supposed to be, you know, raising awareness and raising money to yeah, try to mine. end child poverty, that sort of thing. And one of my favorite shows did a special celebrity episode, and it was Celebrity Ninja Warrior. Okay, they had... That's every, my favorite show. Yeah, it was awesome. They had, you know, former Yankee Nick Swisher, among others, running that obstacle course. And so it made me think... Who would be the best fantasy sports radio network ninjas? Okay, so let me give you my top five. Can I give you my top five? And then I want to hear how you think about it. All right. Yep. I'm going from five to one, okay? Okay. In the five seed, number five, I had... Your boy, Dane Martinez. Means it's been statistician. (laughs) Come on. I mean, listen... I am a college athlete. I played baseball at Syracuse. You know, they used they called me Speeds for a reason. Okay? But that was two ACL surgeries ago, so that's why I'm only in the five spot. Okay? In the four spot, I had our man from DFS lineup lock, Benny Riccardi. I think he has that dad strength. I think he has that dad strength, that dad awareness. And, um, you know... I like a, it's another East Coast guy, you know, so I like him. As my man Matty Modica enters Studio 34. Unfortunately, I did not have you, Matt, in the top five fantasy sports radio ni- uh, network, Ninja Warriors. Okay, okay, well, I have Dane Martinez is number five. Benny Riccardi is number four. Number three, 
I had Jake Seeley. I had Jake Seeley because Jake Seeley will be a maniacal preparer. Jake Seeley will, like, really give it his all. And Chris, you know, guys here on the network, they make fun of him not getting a date, you know, stuff like that. I think Jake, if he had a chance to kind of prove himself in this kind of competition, would really, you know, go balls to the wall. So I got Jake Seeley in there, and I think he's... I th- I think he's a little. I think he's a little maniacal. I think he would relish the opportunity to outwit, outplay, and outlast them. Okay, then number two, Chris. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have uh, I have your counterpart. To be quite honest, I have my man Donnie Burns. Donnie Burns. He seems like a little. Uh, he seems like a fit, like young guy. He's only twenty three years old. He's coaching basketball. You know, he's he's all health conscious, eating salads when we're all eating tacos. So I had Donnie Burns in two. And at number one, when I think fantasy, when I think ninjas. I think about, you know, karate, and I think about, you know, all these other disciplines. I think I know number one. Yeah, yeah, and I think about my man that's actually up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, the sword fighter himself, Joey Pisapia. I think about Joey Pizza Pizza yep. because, I mean, he, he, he teaches people how to fight with swords. Isn't that ninja-like? That is very ninja-like. It's not for Ninja Warrior, though. Yeah, but they still, really I think he's got the that. skills. I think he has transferable skills. Also, if you've seen Joe in, in person, yeah. the guy is jacked. Do me a favor. When we have Fantasy Black Book up next here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, tell him that he is my number one seed for Fantasy Sports Radio Network Ninjas. So no love for me on this one? Nah, you didn't make the top five, brother oh, man. I apologize. God. Who do you have? Who do you have, though? Who so are your top I, ninjas? I, I, listen, I'm going to have to, you know what? I'm going to have to bump somebody off of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your, who's so, your list? Go ahead. Because I'm going to put myself in number five. You're putting yourself in number five. No doubt. No former, doubt. I'm a former football player. Okay. Lacro- I respect this. Player. I respect this. And not only that, I do a lot of kickboxing. I do a lot of boxing. You don't have to prove your credentials. You're in there. Top five. Well, Get it going. I'm putting All myself right. in the top five. Sure, sure, sure. I number four. you at number four. Me? Thank you so much. I'm putting you at number four. Okay. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I have have scaled a warped wall before. True story. This is where it's going to get tough. All right, what do you got? I'm going to put Jake Seeley at number three. You like Jake Seeley in there as well. Okay. Yes, that maniacal acting of him. Yes. And also, I think... Uh, his personality-wise, he's a, he, it seems like he's very in tune, very focused. So that is exactly what a ninja is. He's right. focused. I like that. Uh, yes, his focus this is definitely to be admired. So who are your top two. two? Where are you going here? I'm going to go with my number two on this one. Yep. I am going to go with Benny. Benny Riccardi. I am going to go with Benny on this okay. one. Again, Maddie, I know you're in studio, but I think you're a little over the top on this one. No Ooh. offense. So Matty Moe does not make the Chris Pavona no, list I'm either. I'm sorry. Oh, man. As much as I love my boy Matty Medina. Oh, boy. Oh, I gotta, boy. I got to go with Benny because All right. Well, you guys can like continue said, to discuss that on Fantasy dad, Black Book if you want. The dad power, and I'm with you. Number one, Joe P. That's right. Joey really P. Number one ninja. I mean, he's guy. a sword fighter, for God's sakes. Right? If there's, I mean, there's no other ninja characters more than being able to fight with swords. So there you have it. Yeah, I knocked Donnie Burns out only because he's a little too small, and I feel like... Oh, he's too small. I think he's a little Producer small. beef. I, Producer no. beef. Chris Pavone is saying that Donnie Burns is too small. This is something like, I'm thinking of the obstacle courses that they do on Ninja Fair Warrior. Enough. And I could see him trying to do uh, anything with the upper body strength. I could see him just falling into the water immediately. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, let me ask you this, because we've been having some polls. Sure. On the season, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw, but Odell Beckham signed the richest shoe deal for a football player ever. Five years, $25 million from Nike, okay? Yep. Here's the other very important piece of information. He is currently on the contract for the Giants for four years and $10 million. Yep. Okay, so who is his true boss, Chris? That's what we had as a poll question. Who are these athletes actually accountable to? Their team, their sponsor, or whoever pays the most money? What do you think the listeners said? I think in the... 
this is a tough one, but for Odell, I think it's going to be who paid the most money. Interesting. 17% said whoever paid the most money. 81% say their team is Man. where you should be loyal to. And I obviously agree, though. If it's uh, Oh, I agree with that. If you find a way where you can get paid $5 million to, like, have a nice haircut, you know, and, and, and have a bromance with your boy Jarvis Landry, then it's all good. Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. Right? So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This is something... Um, you know, we've been talking about marijuana and pain management advocacy on one side. We've also been talking about legalization of sports gambling. In this society where, uh, you know, kind of restrictions are loosening on both and mindsets are shifting on both, what do you think will be federally legal first? Sports gambling or marijuana, Chris? I want to say marijuana. Okay. But I think it's going to be sports gambling. All right. So, no, no, no. 44% of the people said marijuana. 33% of the people said gambling And 23% of the people said Wait, those are illegal? <laughs> so we know what 23% of the people Are in fact thinking And then, listen I was talking about the legalization of sports gambling Because there were two very important things That legislatively happened this week One, there was a decision that came down In the quote-unquote Derby Wars case Which said that An entry into horse racing DFS Was considered a quote-unquote wager Not a quote unquote entry, meaning that it was in fact gambling, and there's a lot of states that are worried that they can extrapolate this out now and become you know, evidence or precedent or rationale for once again making DFS illegal in many states, including New York. However, there was actually a bill introduced into Congress this week also called the Game Act, which is actually going to look to start to introduce regulations and regulating bodies and requirements for states to legalize sports gambling. So we may we may be very close to more than just things like lotto, more than just paramutual betting, which is the horse ponies betting. We may be legal to actually help everybody win that cash. And if we do that, we're going to do that with the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The other way we could do that is stay in fantasy baseball because the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a Roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. And this season you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. And if you enter promo code free radio at checkout, you will get a special discount. So, my man, Chris, you are almost all caught up. We also had people from a 60 to 40 margin thinking the Celtics should, in fact, trade Isaiah Thomas because they got all these number one picks, maybe traded for a guy like Jimmy Butler if they could we had people also we were talking about this hashtag free ennis ennis Cantor got detained at a romanian airport because of some of the things he was saying about um his political views of his home country in turkey and uh we also we also decided that this nba finals would be more important for lebron's legacy I agree with that. 73% said that this finals with a win, LeBron's legacy as the greatest of all time player would be bigger than the Golden State Warriors legacy as the greatest all time team. So we shall see. But I'll tell you what. 
You know what we do here on Fantasy Freestyle. Help you win that cash. And Chris, when we come back, I hear that you have a little present for me. A oh, little, uh, a new little bump showing how, once again, Speed's the Spitting Statistician knows how to make the calls to help you win that cash. Your boy Speed's picked the Kentucky Derby cold. Picked the Preakness cold. And that's what we got to do. And, you know, my man Chris is memorializing for that. We're going to check it out when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Especially to the shoulders on the American Forces Radio Network. We are back on the Fantasy Freestyle. My man Chris Pavona dropping biggie tracks all day here on the Fantasy Freestyle as we cruise into a Memorial Day weekend. Going to try and fire up the grill, do some fun things, you know. It's uh, I can wear white, so I feel good about that as well. Moving on. Hey, Chris, remember, I've been telling you guys that I've been picking these ponies cold, and it seems like you put something together a little bit. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear the product of your labor, uh, you know, especially because it makes me look good, right? So, uh, so why don't we hear it? Todd Fletcher. And then I see that one of my jockeys, especially here in New York, Johnny V, Johnny Velasquez, is on the five horse, always dreaming. He's going off at five to one. Right now, he's like a co-second choice. Um, How do you feel if I wanted to throw a couple of shekels on him? I get it. Out of the newcomers, though. Out of the newcomers, I like check out two horses. There's two horses that I think may have a chance, and I like the odds that they have. First, the number two horse, Cloud Computing, is going off at 14 to 1. This is a horse that only had a couple of races, but has improved his buyer figure every single time out. Just didn't have enough points to qualify for the Derby. He did finish third at the Wood Memorial. And also, interesting to note, Javier Castellano, one of the best jockeys in the world, went had the mount on Ginevra on the Derby chose to leave Ganerva to go on to this horse, Cloud Computing, the two horse at going off at 14 to 1. There you go. There you go. You heard it here on Friday shows before the Kentucky Derby and before the Preakness, me giving you the winners of both the first two jewels of the Triple Crown. That's what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle, help you win your leagues and win that cash. Coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I got Maddie Moe, I got Joey Piece of Pizza, and the Fantasy Black Book. They're going to be giving you everything you need as we go past the quarter pole of the Major League Baseball season. And that's what I was asking you on our poll questions right now. You guys are saying Aaron Judge is the most surprising hitter in fantasy baseball. 42% of you say all rise for the judge. 24% say Conforto. 21% say Mark Reynolds. 13% say Joey Gallo. That's Joey Gallo, not Joey Callow. C-A-L-L-O. And on the pitcher side of things, you think Erwin Santana is the most surprising pitcher to date. 24% of you say Dylan Bundy. And 17% each from Mike Leak and Greg Holland. That'll do it for me on a... Fantasy Freestyle Holiday Weekend. Come on back on Monday. I want to talk about all the barbecue, all the burgers, and all the fun you guys had. For Chris Bavona, it's your boy, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We are out. Fantasy Freestyle. Have a great weekend, guys. Peace.